Hey guys, welcome in. It's the Outspoken Sportscast here. We got your hosts, Brian and Craig. Craig, how's your day, sir? Not too bad. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. We got some rain in Texas. The drought is over um, a little bit, so we'll take that here. Um, we've, we were having some trouble thinking of what we're going to talk about tonight, and all of a sudden, info flew in like crazy. We had to leave a lot of stuff <laughs> out. But today's episode is 143 Talks on Tuesday, Who Hurts the Most edition. Our our answer, our question for the week is, what quarterback will hurt more with a loss of the number one wide receiver? we got Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, or Ryan Tannehill, which a lot of people forget that he lost his number one wide receiver as well. And later on, we'll get into the headlines. we got a couple players that have requested trades. We've got um, some more injuries. Tampa Bay, more injuries as well. And we got some Kevin Durant demands at the end of the headlines there for you. All on the other side of this, guys. guys welcome in it's episode 143 talks on tuesday who hurts the most edition uh the question this week craig is what quarterback will hurt more with the loss of the number one wide receiver we have patrick mahomes all right we have aaron Rodgers, and we have ryan Tannehill. have all lost their number one wide receiving targets and that can take a big hit to your offense. What are you going to do here? What are you going to do there? Um, they're going to just—it's going to change up some of their offense, right? Um, but I, I kind of went through and looked over the stats and, and everything, and we'll, we'll come to a final conclusion of our answers at the end of it here. Um, Tyreek Hill has been a beast, one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the league. He's just that super fast guy that gets down the field. And it's a lot, really allowed Patrick Mahomes to kind of throw the ball up 
and he throws up a lot of prayers. He'll uh, over the last two seasons have had has had over twelve hundred yards. He's had fifteen touchdowns last season and nine the year before, and uh, he averaged fourteen yards a catch and eleven yards a catch. So he is the he is the downfield threat for for Patrick Mahomes. We know what he's capable of. Um, good luck covering this guy. He allows not only for him, but he allows others to eat on the offense like Patrick Kelsey. And he gives that security blanket there for, for Patrick Mahomes. Um, Hill's going to make a big impact in Miami if Tua can get him the football. But I, I was shocked. Were you shocked to see that Hill, uh, they didn't want to pay pay um, heel in, in Casey there. I was blown away that they would let him walk. Well, I mean, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't because when you, when you do this, when you, when you build teams like this and you have the Mahomes and you have the Kelsey's and you have, when you give Mahomes that much money, when you give Kelsey that much money at some point, somebody becomes a casualty. And I believe Tyreek Hill became the casualty. Just like everywhere else. I mean, Dallas is running into the same thing. Where they've paid Dak, they've paid Zeke. Now they don't have, you know, they can't go. They had to go let Amari go. Because $20 million a year, they didn't have enough to, 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 get, to pay the guys that, that are coming up. Uh, they're in they're in contract battles with the tight end now, and and so every team that does this, you can only go so far, and that's why there's caps. And when you run into caps like this, you can't pay everybody. So Tyreek Hill became the casualty in Kansas City. Um, Mari Cooper became the casualty in Dallas. Uh, Green Bay loses. Because they paid Rodgers, they can't pay. Well, you know. with that one, we actually offered we offered Adams more money than what he got paid in Oakland, but he just wanted out, which is crazy to me. But yeah, so but I mean, it. it I believe no, I get where you're coming from. That's why it wasn't just because we didn't want to pay Tyreek Hill. We don't think Tyreek Hill's any good. It yeah. was. We have other guys like Travis Kelsey. Which who would you rather keep, Kelsey or 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 Hill? Hill the way Hill of, can probably be replaced by yes. another guy that's fast. That's what that's what I was about to say. Is the the type of wide receiver he is, he's easier to replace than a elite than quarterback a and, a, or a and an quarterback. elite an elite um, tight end. So, um. Adams, Adams. I looked through his last two seasons, and Adams in his career came on later. Uh, he wasn't that star right off the bat, but he turned out to be a star later on. He he had fifteen hundred yards last year, thirteen hundred yards the year before, eleven touchdowns, eighteen touchdowns, and he averaged eleven and then twelve yards a catch. So Devontae Adams to me was um, last season, not 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 this last season, but the season before last. He was the number one wide receiver in the league. He is of quick release. You can't touch the guy off the ball. It's uh, how good he was and, and how good he is running at routes. Um, fantastic. Uh, we're going to miss him here in Green Bay. Um, and he goes over to Oakland, makes him scary, makes him a scary offense over there. But uh, he 
He was averaging quite a bit of yards, not as much as Tyreek Hill there, but he still aver- he still got quite a bit of yards. He he got more targets as well. Um, and then you look at AJ Brown on a a team that runs the ball most of the majority of time. AJ Brown he had eight hundred and sixty nine yards last season, and he had a thousand yards the year before. Only five touchdowns, and then he broke out with eleven. And he but he averaged. More yardage per catch, uh, 13 and 15, than the other two, which is kind of interesting there. Um, I, I losing a losing a number one wide receiver is going to hurt, but I think it's different for all three. Now, let's look at Ryan Tannehill real quick. Um, Brown Brown got 105 targets for Ryan Tannehill. Last year, Tannehill is he's got the rushing game to, to lean on. He's got the rushing tack to lean on. So he's I don't think he's gonna be hurt um the worst out of these three quarterbacks. He's got Derrick Henry. If Derrick Henry's healthy, he will lean on them. The coach will lean on them, the defense as well. But his uh the numbers with Derrick Henry and without Derrick Henry are drastically different. Drastically different. Without Derrick Henry last season, Tannehill threw 21 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and he had a rating of 89.6. That's not very good. With Henry the year before, he had 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions with a 106.5 rating with Derrick Henry. So Ryan Tannehill has to rely on the rushing attack of Derrick Henry to make him good. He relies heavily on the rushing attack. And we saw what happened in the playoffs without Derrick Henry. Um, well, they actually, Derrick Henry did come back for that game, but he was not, he was a shell of himself. They couldn't score more than 16 points. So I, I, I don't think the Tennessee Titans will miss Brown as much as Rogers and Patty Mahomes will. So I, I'm going to pit. I'm going to pit Ryan Tannehill. He's not going to hurt the worst um, out of these because they do rely so much. Their scheme and everything else relies so much on, on the rushing part of it. What, what, what do you think about Ryan Tannehill there? See, I disagree. I think opposite because I think he's going to be heavily affected because now – there's no threat of going deep. There's no threat of the guys that he has to throw the ball to now are no names. I mean, guys that you've not heard who of. They, who they dra- Oh, they drafted uh, the guy out of Arkansas. Yeah. What's his face? And, and I mean, you got rookies up there up. catching footballs. And so, if, if you don't have anything behind you, what are you going to do? Every defense is going to put eight guys in the box, and they're going to go beat us, Derrick Henry. And he's not going to be – I mean, he might be able to. But I don't they, think they do that now, anyways, right? Uh, to an extent, <laughs> but, they do but that now what I'm anyways. saying is, is I don't think I'm not threatened by play action anymore because I don't have anything to go behind me. They got nobody that's going to get behind. That's me. the guy they drafted. I forgot. And so, unless this guy is just a stud that they drafted, or unless they pick somebody up, you know, on, on the free agent market, I don't see Tennessee being a threat passing wise and people are going to to make the the run beat them i think it affects Tannehill a lot a lot um 
Now, I don't think I wouldn't put him at number one, but I personally would put him above one of the two others because kind of right in the middle because I think it really does affect him. See, I have him at number three. And like I just said, to me, the Titans, they do that anyways. They say, we're going to beat you with the run. And Derek, they line up eight and they they do that. Now, Traylon Burks is not A.J. Brown. He's more of a a gadget type of wide receiver. He's going to play slot probably. He can do a little bit of everything, but he's not that put him on the outside, run deep every play type of guy that can come down with the ball. He's should be pretty interesting there. I'm interested to see how they use him. But I and and just for clarification, guys, just because we're just because I you know we say these guys will hurt more doesn't mean they can't have a good season, right? Um, I think there's big possibility that three of the two of the three have a great season even without their guys, but. Um, realistically, you're going to see a drop off from some of these people. You're going to see a drop off from, from points and, and numbers, but I got, I got Tennessee hurting the least, um, or hurting, um, yeah, the least you got them in the middle. Um, so that's interesting. My, my number two in the middle is going to be Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers. Um, he threw, he threw to Devontae Adams last year. He had 169 targets last season, and the year before that was 149 targets. And when it comes to Rodgers' case, being an elite quarterback as he is, he makes the players around him better. And his experience, his his um, his leadership will allow him to make those guys better. And he will be able to f- spread the ball around. And I've seen this a lot of times. You go ask a realistic Packers fan that what what's one of the flaws Aaron Rodgers does when the playoffs come around? He focuses in on just Devontae Adams, and he leaves a lot of a lot of plays on the field. That's the problem with Aaron Rodgers. Is he focuses way too much on one guy. During the regular season, he spreads the ball around. He still focuses on Devontae Adams because. Obviously, if you got a number one guy, you're going to use him. Um, but that's his flaw in the playoffs. So I think this not having him uh, will, will make and force Rodgers to to spread the ball around a lot more, especially when it comes to playoffs. Um, we're going to lean on that rushing attack a lot better. But the ability that he has to um, lead these guys, I think he's number two there. I don't think he hurts as much. Um, and I, I don't think the the Packers fall off too far from from still winning the division and still um, still being in games and still going pretty far. So I don't have them losing too terribly much. But what are what is your thought on their on Rodgers there, Craig? Craig. I have Rodgers the, the hurting the least because I just think first of all you've heard the name Alan Lazard. He's Every time you doubt Aaron Rodgers, he somehow comes up with an MVP season. Um, I I just think that um, he'll make the guy better. He'll make – he'll still deal. And I trust Green Bay's head coach, the offensive guy calling the plays, more than I do the guy in Tennessee. I think that he can draw up some schemes to help Rodgers. I think the protection for Rodgers will be better. 
as long as as the line gets healthy and and you know you don't know right now with Bakhtiari right now he's on pup. I mean that's a huge deal. You do, you don't want to lose that. But um, I, I believe their offensive front's a little better. I believe their running game's dangerous, and I believe Green Bay has the balance that you can't just focus on the running game. You have to respect Lazard. You have to respect the new guy that they got that can run like the wind Christian and get Watson. behind guys. And and as long as he can catch the football, then he'll be fine. The question, the concern you have is when you hear the other day where guys that drop the football, Aaron Rodgers is just like, well, you must have not even come in the huddle. You're dead to me because I'm not throwing <laughs> you the football anymore. Uh, and so if – I just think Rodgers has more of the – we're not always going to be everybody in the box. We're, we're going we're gonna to respect Rodgers' passing attempt. We're going to respect guys. What's going to give the running game some room. And, and I just don't think you're going to get that in Tennessee. In Tennessee, they are going to make Ryan Tannehill beat them, especially after the playoff game last year where Cincinnati said – Derrick Henry is not going to beat us. If Ryan Tannehill throws the ball over the yard, then that's fine. But we're not going to let Derrick Henry beat us. And I think that is the new game plan, especially with the threat of who in that wide receiver core is going to beat us. No one. Um, I think that's going to affect Tennessee greatly. I think it doesn't affect Rodgers as much. I think it still affects him, but I think he still has a good season and still has – maybe could be the MVP if these guys mesh well. But I don't I, I don't I think he hurts a little bit, but I don't think he hurts as much as Tannehill and definitely not as much as as what I think this is going to do to Patrick Mahomes. Your mic. All right, and uh thank you for that. Um some might call me crazy. But I think losing Devontae Adams will be will make it better for Aaron Rodgers' issues. Um, it's going to make him as, throw the ball around. It's going to make oh, him. Yeah. He's going to have to trust other people, which he can yeah. have a hard time doing. And maybe that magical stuff he drank and, uh, will get him there and the self-love which the NFL to others. Came out and said it's not illegal. Yeah, they said there's nothing wrong with it. So I don't know. Well, you guys go hallucinate it up in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh. You, guys can, you guys can go see ghosts and and <laughs> the ghosts and talk whatever. Um, but we cannot. Uh, you cannot have uh, you know marijuana or or anything or, like that. But I don't. You go, but you can go hallucinate it up. Yeah, you knock, it, uh, knock it down. Interesting. I don't know. If he, the, I don't. Does he take it during the season? I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. It's just an off season thing. Yeah. Right it's, now, he's, right now he's gonna say that he doesn't take it at all. After that, he's gonna be like, ah, "Did I say hallucinate? No." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He he's a he's a weird. I it caused the storm that it was gonna cause by saying I was hallucinating in the off season. It's a he's a complicated fellow, isn't that what our uh, Mark Murphy said? What a that is a he's a understatement fellow. of a that is an understatement of a millennium. <laughs> that that guy is wired a whole lot different than anybody else, and that's why I think it doesn't affect him as much. He just goes out there and puts a chip on his shoulder and yeah. flings the ball around the yard and says, "Whatever you tell me, I can't do. I'm going to do anyway." Now, I hope Cat's not listening for this next one because we both got the same guy at number one. I, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to struggle this season, and I, I think he still has a good season, and I think the Chiefs will still be a good football team. 
But I think he struggles the most with Patrick or with Tyree Kill gone. He threw the ball to Tyree Kill 135 times and then 159 targets over the season last year. Patrick Mahomes, we've said this, I've said it before. That's been the knock on him is he struggles with the long drives the, the, down the field. He becomes impatient. He lives and dies on that deep ball. Cat, yes, Cat is back. Yay, Cat. Um, Cat is back. I am, and I think he may also um, struggle. She, she finished that sentence there. I think he's going to struggle a little bit because of the things I just said, that that Patrick Mahomes, he gets a little too impatient, and he literally, there's been times, I swear, he just is like, yeah, Tyreek Hill's down there somewhere. I'm going to chunk it 60 yards, and somehow Tyreek Hill comes up with it. But something interesting here, too, is they targeted Hill 59 times in the playoffs the last two years. That's more than Adams and Brown combined in the playoffs for the last two seasons. They use him a lot. They use him a lot in the playoffs. He's a, he is uh, their number one um, option in the offense. Um, and just that of spreading them out um, and – too comfortable with Hill? It could be. It, it could be too comfortable there. Um, they went and got MVS from Green Bay, and he's a speed guy. He, he does drop a lot of footballs, but he's he's that guy that can, can be a speed guy. And you did draft um, – who did they draft out of uh, – is it Sky? Sky, uh, Sky Moore? But um, – and he's going to be fantastic. I, Green Bay should have got – I thought Green Bay would have got him on the board, but – they went with Christian Watson, with Watson, which I was fine with. But that guy looks to be great uh, slot wide receiver, can do all the things. But he he got hurt in the off season. I don't know where we're at with that on him. But um, they're still going to be a good football team. But I think out of every the three teams that lost the number one guy, Patrick Mahomes will struggle the most out of it. Um, I'm just not sure MVS is that guy, and, and now. Patrick Mahomes really I think he needs to really focus on the the patient being patient with the football being patient with the long drives and I think that's something that uh, he's working on and and Andy Reid will have to figure out a way to 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 use other guys um and you know you of course still got the best tight end in the NFL Kelsey so he's not going anywhere but I think he's going to have to deal with a lot of double teams and He's going to have to deal with things he hasn't dealt with before because Tyree Kill isn't there to open it up for him. But that's why I see to, uh, Patrick Mahomes struggling the most. Craig, what about you? Uh, struggle's a strong word for me. I think Mahomes yeah. is okay. But my, my biggest question is it changes the entire dynamic of the Kansas City offense. Yep. The Kansas City offense has been known – for strike fast, strike quick, we can we can get down twenty one points and we can put it up in in ten minutes and and in two drives we can get back whatever we want at any point in time we, in two plays we can run, we can go sixty yards in two plays we want and and I think that that dynamic of the offense is going to be taken away. I think they're going to have to have longer drives. I think they're going to have to have a running back. They're, they're running back. That kid, when he first came out, 
his first two games was amazing. And now all of a sudden he's having fumble problems. He's having injury problems. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's not been able to get outside the tackles and turn the corner. And so I think they're going to need, if they're going to not suffer from losing Tyreek Hill, they're going to need the other pieces to mold together and move down the field strategically, not, more of a balance. And 70, I'll just go up top. Yeah. And and that's the deal. So I think you're going to see a different type of Kansas City offense. And this is really going to test Andy Reid to, are you really the offensive genius that everybody says you are? Or was it just Mahomes throwing it in the cannon and slinging it down the yard and, and Tyreek saves the day? And I think it it when you don't have the over-the-top threat, and this is what Dallas is really going to deal with this year because Amari was your over-the-top threat. CD likes to run crossing routes, likes to run outs, likes to run slants. He doesn't like to run 60 in the other direction. Amari was that guy. Gallup is that guy when he comes back a month in the season. When you don't have the threat of, of I'm going to go over the top and everybody can back up and play underneath, then, then you cannot – he's going to have to be more accurate. He's going to have to be more precise. He's going to have to – the tight window throws. Patrick Mahomes has not had to make tight window throws because the guys that he's been throwing to, I could hit because they're wide open. And so when you have three or four yards of separation, you can – as an NFL – there's not an NFL quarterback, including – the guy in Seattle that Drew can't Luck. hit a wide open receiver. <laughs> yeah, it's when it's when you it's when you throw it when you have to put the needle through the the, the you know the the thread through the needle and you have to to zip it in there that 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 is not exactly his strong suit or he just hasn't had to do. I don't I'm, I'm not going to say it's not his strong suit. He just hasn't had to do it. Maybe Mahomes is the most accurate guy. He's going to come out here and knock a a, a paint can off of, you know, pole at, at 80 yards. I don't know. We've never seen him have to do it. Um, we've seen him have all kinds of room and throw the ball over the yard, and I just don't think Kansas City's going to be able to do that. So I'm going to be very curious to see. And, of course, nobody's going to play the preseason, you know, so so we're not going to see it till week one. <clears throat> and so when week one rolls around, I'll be very interested to see what what – Reed comes up with what kind of of magic plan he comes up with to be able to get these guys open to be able to get Mahomes some time and roll out and and be able to, to buy him some time and everything like that. Cat said, "Okay, Craig. Okay, lol." Um, you know, you talk about balance and all these guys stepping up. You're, I think you're right. And he's gone. Always going to have to have the guys step up. But I think, and this might be the year that that teams do this. They start relying on that rushing attack more. Maybe, maybe, um, Patrick. They they rely on that rushing attack a little more to take some ease off there. Patrick Mahomes. We've heard Jerry Jones talking about going all in on Zeke Elliott, and he's going to be their their workhorse. And Matt Lafleur's come out and said we're going to use our rushing attack uh, more. And so this might be the year for that. But maybe that may be one one thing if they get that running back going because he busted on the scene when he. Uh, 
Yes. When he, when he was there, he busted on the scene, and then he kind of got hurt and then kind of fell off a little bit. But if they can get him going, it's going to take some pressure off of Mahomes. And I'm interested to see, too, what Andy Reid's going to do there. But um, So that was the question of the week. What quarterback would hurt the most? We both have Patrick Mahomes, and then I have um, – I had – Rodgers and then no, I had Tannehill and then Rodgers and you. No, you had no, I had Rodgers and then Tannehill and then you had Tannehill and Rodgers. All right, guys. Well, we got the headlines coming up for you. It's ninety nine percent NFL, but we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. guys headlines of the week um we've got a couple trade demands here craig uh cleveland has been in the news a lot lately and it continues for them as kareem hunt asked for a trade but cleveland said no thank you we're good <laughs> we're good fam you're, you're gonna uh, play. We're, not, uh, we're not getting rid of the whole team we're just gonna get rid of part of it um look they have arguably the best rushing duo in the nfl but where do we go from here? Do you, do you think they sign him to a long-term deal? Do you think they eventually trade him? I, I don't think they can trade him away. Um, wh- where do you think he goes, or, or wh- what do you think that happens? Do you think they trade him? Do you think they sign him? I, I think that's what he wants. That's what he wants is the money. He, he wants to – he's seen all these guys. They're coming up with the with the new deals. And that's what he wants. And Cleveland just paid – Watson and and I don't know where Chubb stands on on his deal. I'd have to go look it up. But um, the bottom line is is Cleveland wants him. You had the suspension that he had to go through with the the domestic violence and everything like that. You've had some time missed. They just want him to prove himself. And and I think they want him to show up. And right now he's holding out. And they're finding him, and and we're having, you know, I don't know if he's doing the hold in or the hold out or whatever he's doing, but he's not going to play. And and so, I mean, yes, that is a dynamic duo when they are on the field together. But if he's not going to play, then how much leverage does he really have? I mean, I, I if Kareem Hunt can can he's missed so much time with the other suspensions, I don't think he can afford to not get paid and and try to make a statement. So I think he eventually shows up once real football comes, but um, I don't really know who would need him uh, because he's getting older in running back years. Hey, well, uh, the Cleveland Browns need him, especially, especially now that Deshaun Watson is going to be out at least six games. We could be more. Oh, yeah. um, they're 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 appealing that right now, so we don't know when that's going to happen. But and we don't know if it's going to be six games or a full year or what's going to go on. But they need all all hands on deck to start the season. And if Kareem Hunt, if Kareem Hunt says I'm not playing no matter what, then that could really hurt their 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 time when they don't have Watson. I think at the end of the day, I think he he plays. I I, I don't think he has much leverage there to say I'm going to sit down and, and lose money. But uh, I, I, do they pay him at the end of the day? They 
I don't know. You gonna you can't. I don't think you can pay two running backs. No. Um, big time money. You got to let oh, one of them go. Cap suicide. Oh yeah, you might as well bury your team. And um, so Kareem Hunt would be the one to go there. And I, I just think they're either. I think they're gonna call his bluff and say show up or lose money. And we're we're gonna keep moving on. Um, For this to, season, then I think after the season yeah. they, they move on from him. The, the Cleveland Browns want to just – I think they kind of want to bury their heads and get the season over with as much as – as fast as – or just get it started um, with all the crap they've dealt with. Um, another trade demand. Chicago's offseason keeps getting worse as their star player, Roquan Smith, requests a trade. Says he feels like the organization doesn't value what he brings to the table, and every contract discussion has been a take it or leave it. They're not willing to work with him. He feels disrespected, and um, he said right now he sees no no way no path way back to where he's playing for Chicago. And I texted good old Mikey boy from work, and I said, "Hey, your best player just asked for a trade." And he said, "Who's that?" I said, "Roquan Smith," and he said the f word uh, because he knows that this guy is an absolute beast. Um, I, I think he's out. I think they trade him. Um, I don't know. Really, who who Green Bay? They're not going to trade him to the division. They're not going to trade him to their division rival in Green Bay. And we, I don't think, really really needed a linebacker. Um, but I, he's a good trading chip to maybe get some guys in to start that rebuild because that team is it'll horrible. it'll definitely ex, ex, expedite that 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 exp, expedite that uh, that rebuild. Uh, you'll get a couple solid picks. Um, I don't know who needs. You know, I mean, Dallas just signed Barr, so they don't really need another linebacker. Um, now they've been in the rumor of trading Vander Esch, so maybe Vander Esch and and a pick for for Roquan, and and he comes in, and could you imagine that linebacking crew with Roquan Smith and and uh, Barr and uh, that'd be the best in uh, the, that'd be the, the best linebacker in there, Parsons. Uh, uh, yeah, Parsons, that would be a linebacking crew for the, the ages. Uh, that would make that defense in Dallas stout. Um, so, I mean, it's just a matter of what people are wanting to give up. The price the price tag for Roquan Smith is not going to be, you know, here's a seven. You know, that's not going to happen. Um, so, you're going to have to. And he's only 25. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have to. You're going to have yeah. to come with. Probably two ones. You're gonna have to come with a player and a one. You're gonna have to to really, really thing. And I just don't know who's willing to give that up. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about two ones. That's like a draft, so they haven't had a draft pick in like a true. Decade, and they so they, they give away something. They just got rid of. You know, they didn't get rid of, but they didn't sign back Von Miller. There you go. We'll sign Roquan yeah. Smith and and go for that Super Bowl number two. Um, I would hate to see that. I'd. That would that would make me mad. Um, <clears throat> more bad news. We got bad news left and right for teams here with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mike Evans goes out of practice with a hamstring injury. Uh, another scare for the Bucks. This this team has been riddled with injuries over this just this off season. As we start we start this week into um, preseason football, but you got you got Mike Evans with a hamstring, which could take a lengthy time to actually heal because with hamstring injuries you have to it's basically you have to rest it you if you come out too early you could end up making it worse so that's that's bad news for them you have their center Almost everyone you see 
that has a hamstring injury in training camp deals with it the entire year. Yep. They play a week here, play a couple weeks there, and they tweak it again. They play here, they play there, they tweak it again. It's it's those soft tissue injuries are never ever good. Um, they just they're not. Yeah, I mean every wide receiver you see that has them somewhere in the season re-injures it. Yeah, I think it's something especially that... cold weather. Oh yeah. I think it's something he's going to be dealing with. And uh, then you got the center who went down there and he could miss the whole season. Good. You, Tristan Worse went down. They said it wasn't serious, but uh, all these injuries kind of piling up. And then you have Mr. Ancient quarterback there that is good, that's the one to retire. So we'll see. We'll see. That's some good news for the Cowboys playing them, games, playing them week one. We'll see uh, who's all who's all there 100% week one. Um, so. But that's good news for you guys. Um, Almost exactly one month from opening weekend. Yep. Jameis Winston, we got some more bad news for the Saints. Goes down to New Orleans, um, getting tested, done on his ankle to make sure it's just a sprain. They've got a lot of question marks this season. They've got a lot of issues. they got a brand-new head coach. There's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts there in New Orleans. And the last thing they need is a – injured quarterback to start the season with any questions of how his ankle is and, and is he going to be better. Uh, he, he was he played pretty good last year when he was healthy. Then he got hurt. So they're hoping that he can kind of do the same thing. But you've got your your two best stars there that, that aren't going to be on the field uh, with Michael Thomas and Kamara. You don't know when they're coming back. Um, a big mess there in New Orleans. And Jameis Winston goes down. So that's another yep. just – it seems like a train wreck before the season even starts there for the New yeah, Orleans Saints. Um, they're blowing your bracket up. They're just they're just over that thing. Um, but yeah, we don't know the situation with Kamara. That that has been you hear about it on social media, but when you hear from the NFL, like it just hasn't been brought up. Goodell, the NFL, the Players Association, nobody's brought it up, but yet he's supposed to face a lengthy time suspension. This thing for. Uh, you know, uh, Jameis, uh, especially if it's his, if it, I don't know exactly which ankle it is, but if it's his plant ankle to where he's he's forcing the ball down the field, um, if it's already rolled, then we already know how in basketball when you roll it, it becomes susceptible when Luca rolls his or Steph rolls his, it becomes susceptible to be rolled again. So if he's rolling out, some guy offensive lineman rolls up on him or something like that. This is a very in very possible injury that could be re-aggravated as the season goes on. So um it and what they have behind him in New Orleans is just not great. Oh no, de- definitely not. Without Jameis Winston, there's really no chance there of if them winning. Really want to jump on the the whatever the wide receiver who plays, you know, quarterback, you know, bandwagon. Tyreek Hill or uh yeah. what's his name? Hill? Yeah. Is it Hill? Still something. Yeah. Um, you know, I should have put the Cardinals in the in that playoff spot instead of the Saints. But you know, you, you think something's going to happen. You try and predict because there's always that two teams. Yeah, yeah, two teams out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Throw a random team in there. So, well, Daniel Jones has been pathetic, which we all know that. Um, but it was believed to be he was going to have a one year trial run. They didn't extend him. Um, this is his last season, our last, you know, 
contract season there unless they extend him after. But he was going to have a one-year trial run for Brian DeBall. But but rumors are that he may not even start the season. The rumors are that he may actually be on the backup as they, they did sign Tyrod Taylor. And Tyrod Taylor is better than, than Daniel Jones. I don't think there's an argument there. Tyrod Taylor is a is the purest form of a of a bus driving quarterback. Um, but Daniel Jones has been looking bad. Have you seen any of the videos of him throwing? No, uh, uh, I mean, you just know that he's not ever been not, great. Not catchable. Um, not he's throwing balls that aren't even close. And they did say the other day that there was rumor that when you came up with the 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 Garoppolo to to the Giants. That rumor has now surfaced in in media. So, um, boy, wouldn't that be a deal for Tyree or for Taylor? Uh, he 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 can't catch it. This kid can't catch a break, man. Everywhere no he more. goes, he's supposed to get a starting job, and then somebody comes out of nowhere and stabs him with a needle in and, his lung. And so, yeah, and and so, <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be the the deal? Is they they go, yeah, we think you're better than you're better than Daniel Jones, but. Oh, but you're not better than Jimmy Garoppolo, so sit down, Tyrod. Sorry, uh, I'm, I mean, it would happen. It would be only to Tyrod would that happen that, that three weeks before the season we're going to trade for a quarterback. Um, I don't want to see that if I'm the Dallas Cowboys. Um, is I want Daniel Jones to quarterback every game and them to be terrible at football. Uh, do you, though? Not that Tyrod Taylor is the next Aaron Rodgers, but, I mean, he's better than – he's better. I mean, than, do you, though? If they suck, they get a better draft pick. I, I think you want Tyrod yeah, to come in. Done with them? Nothing. This year's draft was pretty good for the Giants. They drafted Saquon Barkley. Who this, is... this year's draft with a new owner, our GM, that was good for the New York Giants. Okay. Now, I'm just saying. Ball. I don't have to worry about where they draft. I want my, I want my team, you know, I want my divisions to go. I want them to be 500 where they're too good. Are too bad to be getting that number one pick, and too good to be, you know. This coming from somebody who's had the Lions and the the, you know. Hey, Minnesota's better than anybody in your division, except well, obviously not now, Dallas, but not for the last several years. Oh yes, they yes they have been. They've been better than the Eagles, Redskins, and Giants the last couple of years. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're saying our division is a world beater because I know they're not good, but I digress. Now, if Daniel Jones is this coming from the guy, who's like, I get six free wins a year because my division is terrible. <laughs> well, we usually split with Minnesota, unfortunately. Yeah, y'all should have six easy wins this season. Carson Wentz is another one that looks like trash over there. They're just talking about he hasn't he hasn't looked good since he broke his blew his knee no. up. And and missed the time he was an MVP. He went from being an MVP to being <sighs> nothing guy. And and mentally, I think they mentally broke him in in Philadelphia. Oh, they he's never he's never recovered. They wrote the book on how to mentally break your star quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> step yeah. one. Step one: one ben Super Bowl with a backup. Yeah, win a, and then build a statue of him. Step two: put a statue of him so your star quarterback has to look at that every time. <laughs> Step three: put the fat head of Nick Foles on the on the GM's wall. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow, we're blowing right through these tonight. By the way, we are on our last headline, which we can we can probably throw maybe a couple more because we do have some extra. 
But um, let's throw your baseball one in there after after the Kevin Durant news. Um, Kevin Durant drops a you know he dropped that he wanted out of Brooklyn a couple weeks ago, and that kind of went hush hush. Well, Kevin Durant comes back out and says, "It's it's it's either me or the the coach and GM goes. I don't trust them. I don't believe in the the path that we're going." Um. He doesn't say, so yeah, he doesn't trust Steve Nash, doesn't trust Sean Marks. Well, the owner of the Nets, and I want to give this guy a, a, um, a, a, a round of applause because the owner says, we trust the management. So it's basically right after Durant said this, the owner came out and said, I trust him, and we're going to make decisions going forward on that trust of, of my guys. Kevin Durant's going to find himself out of there. There's no way, and I love – excuse me, that the the owner is taking a stand because the NBA players have the most power of any other sport there is. And they think they can just come in there and go, this is what I want. You're going to give it to me or I'm going to bounce. And the guy's like, all right, we'll see you later. I'd rather lose because their best, their best chance of winning is having Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um, But he's basically saying, all right, well, see you later, buddy. We'll find a trade partner for you because, I'm not giving in to your demands. And this team has given them everything. This team, this ownership has given them everything they could ask for. And Kevin Durant just wants out. He just doesn't want to put the hard work in. Yeah, no, the problem is, is, is what, what they want for Durant. They want 37 number one picks. So nobody has even called them because they come out with all these un ruly demands and they've said that they want a million you know number one picks and nobody's even come close to their asking price so that's why it's gone quiet is because nobody's even calling them because they're like well we can't there's nobody that's going to give up the package that you want so now Durant doubles down and goes no 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 I'm serious you're going to get rid of me or you're going to get rid of them and the owner's like no we're not you have a contract show up you and Kyrie go work it out with Steve. Go over to his house, have another party, work it out, and figure it out. Because I trust my guy. I hired him, and I don't. I don't think it's on you. I think it's on on. You know, I don't think it's on them. I think it's on you. I think it's on you and and Kyrie to come in here and do what mm-hmm. we what we're paying you to do. Yep. He doesn't want the hard work. He he's. He never has. No, he's gone. He's well, he gone. Went, the coach Golden State, State because it was easy. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um, he wants the pre-made championship. He wants the pre-made, mm-hmm. you know, stats. The pre-made everything. Yep. He doesn't want to get in the gym and and work and outwork they, anybody. They've done everything for this guy. They brought in James Harden. They got, they got rid of it. He's never been James on Harden. Harden. Everything he's wanted. Yep. Then they traded James Harden and they got. Um, What's his face? Ben Simmons. Yeah. Which we haven't seen really play with yet. He has not played a single game yet. Uh, this Kevin Durant is just a – yeah, I can't stand that guy. I can't stand Kyrie Irving either. And he's got radar antennas for ears. He has dummy Twitter accounts. He has dummy social media accounts. This mm-hmm. guy has got the sonar of, of rabbit ears to mm-hmm. hear any kind of comment 
that is made about him, he might log into this podcast and be like, we <laughs> you know? and, and they're yeah. talking about me on the, and, you know, it's ridiculous that, that this guy, his, his skin is so, so thin and so paper deal that he just, he can't take any criticism, any at all. And, and Tyree's the same way. They're, they're both, they can they can dish it out and they can talk trash, but boy, boy, when it comes back at them, they're like, "Oh no, we'll just get traded." Kyrie Irving's a looney tune. Yeah, they both and, are. I mean, they're both big cases. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Durant is just. Shaq said it good. They asked him about it today, and he said, "You you built a house. You might as well, you you know you got to live in it. You don't build a house and then go live in the one next door and then go over here and he." His legacy will be nothing by the time he gets done with his career. Yeah. Um, and he's a I mean, well, I can sit here and hate on him. He's a dang good player. But that aside, his he's 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 a daggum head case. Yeah, they both are. Um, throw out your baseball. Uh, you throw out the throw out the baseball headline there with well, the, with the record. Since the trade deadline, San Diego <laughs> went like poker. Just like that. All in. I want to sell the farm. We're gonna go get Drury. We're gonna go get uh Soto. We're gonna go get everything. We're gonna get pitching. We're gonna sign our guys the extensions. We're gonna have an offense. Look at this offense. We're gonna have it's gonna be murderers row. They come out and they immediately play. The Dodgers and get swept twenty to four. Now they get shut out by the Giants last night, one to nothing. They they don't score at all. Um, this this team has the ownership has given them everything they wanted, and the, the they've just they're one and six since the All Star break. They're they do they look horribly offensively. They look like they can't play together. Um. They had one solid game. That was the first game they both played together. Drury hit a grand slam. Soto had a base hit. And and everybody was happy. That was the one game they won. Since then, the offense has been putrid. And A.J. Preller is just up here in his suite going, what in the world are you guys doing? I gave you the everything and you've nothing. And then the Yankees go. And and if you're, if you're Joey Gallo, you go – Hey, since the Dodgers traded for me, we're six and zero. Since you got rid of me, you're zero and six. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Joey Gallo is the key right there. And so, <laughs> I mean, now the Astros have the best record in the American League. The Yankees had a a lead for the ages on the division. They'll probably still win the division, but I mean, now that the one seed home field advantage is now in question, they're they're not doing anything. The, you know, there was every highlight was uh, Aaron um, Judge hitting 900 foot homers. Now their offenses deal, the pitching's deal. And, and it, that's why we play 162 games. And that's why these trade deadlines don't always work out. I mean, Juan Soto, like I said, I like Soto, but he's average to me. He, he's not your, your guy uh... that was worth. Backing the bread truck up for backing the, the 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 giving up your whole farm system. The San Diego Padres, if this doesn't work, 
everybody's going to be fired. Oh, everybody. yeah. Because they they sacrificed the next decade of baseball in San Diego for what they did in here. And it's, it's win now. And if they don't do it in the next two years, people are – the whole team – the whole thing's going to get fired. They'll have to blow it up. Those contracts that they're going to sign are, are going to be very difficult to trade if they extend Soto and give him the $500 million that he wants. That would be an almost a contract that that would be impossible to offload. I mean, it's a little early to be talking about that. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, it's a little early. I understand, but this this you put it on paper and you look at it and, and you go, well, I mean, they're going to hit. You know, they're going to score nine runs a game. They haven't. Yeah, and that's why uh, that's why Jeff, um, our other host, is very – he's very good at not getting ahead of himself, especially yeah. in baseball. As he's like, hey, the Yankees are doing good. My team is killing it. But I'm, let's, let's, you know, reel it in a little bit. So um, they start off a little slow, and, and, and we'll see what happens to Padres. You know, they've struggled even when they got to Tease and, and, and uh, what's his face? What's the other guy there? Machado. Machado. You're like, okay, here we go. And it seems like injuries have been plagued there and they really haven't kind of put it together. And um, so. Well, if you don't have anything to do this weekend, um, Fernando Tatis will be up there in Frisco uh, playing this weekend as the San Antonio. Uh, San Diego's minor league team is in town and he's on a rehab assignment and he's playing up in Frisco for the weekend. Oh, that's pretty so cool. If you don't have anything to do, go watch Fernando Tatis smash balls into the lazy river at the <laughs> park. Yeah, maybe get an autograph. That'd be pretty yeah. sick. Um, I had a buddy that actually did that. I, 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 I don't know if he's in town twice or what. I watched but... Darvish pitch up there on a rehab assignment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the uh what ballpark they use? Frisco. There's a there's a night really nice stadium that literally has a lazy river and a pool that runs you can go float in the lazy river out there. That's cool. We went out to the Dr. Pepper ballpark for Dirt and Wincy softball game one one year. Um yeah. and I don't think that's the same. I one don't know if that's yeah, I don't think that's it. I'm not sure. I think there was a pool though. Okay, cool. well, then maybe that's that it. Might have been it. It's called the Dr. Pepper Ballpark, but yeah. Um, and that game was, I thought it was gonna be so cool, but it was really, really boring. Yeah, so bad. But, um, I think it's gonna be it for this episode. We 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 got it on here in uh, fifty three minutes so far. We gave you the question of the week, which uh, who hurts the most out of losing their number one quarterback? We have quite a bit of headlines. We're gonna leave some until and help us fill out the, the Friday uh, run down there and go from there. But we'll be back on Friday. And <clears throat> I don't know about you, Craig, but I don't know how to watch the Derek Jeter. I, I can't find it unless it's – I am – it's dumb because I probably could watch it on my computer, but I don't want to. I want to watch it on my TV. But ESPN Plus, I try and sign in on my TV, and it doesn't – verify my it's so weird i can't sign in on my tv to watch the Derek jeter have you watched any of the Derek jeter i have not i've not tried to even find it because i was gonna wait till it, it all aired yeah um, binge it and just binge watch it um so i'll try this weekend to try to see if i can 
Yeah, no, because I can't. I couldn't find it. Um, I, I I haven't found it to set. I think you can record on ESPN when it comes on. I don't know when it comes on. I I usually wait. It's on the like a late, you know, they like a rerun after Sports Center or something like that. Um, They normally play those things on like Sunday night. Um, But anyhow, I will look it up and see where we can find it uh, because it's definitely something that I want to check out. Um, It's a must. Yeah, just like yeah. the just like the Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah. No, yeah, I watched um, all those. I watched Aaron Hernandez. Those. Yep, I watched those. Um, it, it, so yeah, I'm I'm very very big into sports documentaries and, oh, yeah. and behind the scenes and and um, people you there's you just find out things that you didn't know about people. You know? I, I I think uh, I need to watch the Lance Armstrong one. Yeah. And we, the last one we did on the show was a while back, and we did the one off of, um, it was the sex predator doctor Nasser from the from the Olympics, gym. and that that was sick. But yeah, we did that one. But, but uh, I mean, yeah, you've got uh, you, you know, you've got uh, stories of of you know Rodman just taking vacations on the Bulls in the middle of the deal, <laughs> and, um. You know, that's one yeah. we could do. I would love to watch the that that the Bulls one again and just go through episode yeah. by episode. But all right, guys. Well, it's been one heck of a week for us at work. Uh, we're, we're we're not gonna do the and, it, the, and it's only Tuesday. Yeah, it's only Tuesday. We're not gonna do the uh, what's in your locker segment. It's only on Fridays because we don't do enough between here or there to really tell you much about our our personal lives. But um, I hope you guys will finish the week strong. Stay positive out there. It's kind of hard to do sometimes, but keep a positive mindset. And uh, remember, guys, God bless and keep it outspoken.